Hey everyone, welcome back to part two, three, or four of the podcast. We're jumping right back in. Thanks for listening. Do you think we've seen the light, or do you think we're we're full of it sometimes? Um, I would I would say I've seen the light, so to speak, but it's not like it doesn't make me some kind of wizard or anything. Oh I, no, no, I'm what not I mean, a guru. Yeah, I guess what I'm getting at is, so I th- I think about self-discovery i think about the whole stoic philosophy and Mm -hmm. you know just the culture that we've adopted and i think we're very similar in the way we we think about life in general and you know i think about religion right Mm -hmm. and uh you know for me like my 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 walk in my faith has been like very cyclical Mm -hmm. i was very you know into it and then i walked away and then i was into it and what i always come to realize is conviction is hard yeah and the more and more you come into your faith and to your belief system the more you realize how much how broken you are and how much quote-unquote saving you need Mm. and how many how much you sin right right and uh to me like that's tough because the more you're aware of life the more conviction you have and the harder life becomes yeah i mean i would say that my life now is even harder than it was when my parents died because when my parents died i knew this is i have to do one thing right now and that is survive and now i'm at a point where i have freedom and the capability to pursue other things and now it's it's the challenge of being honest with myself and saying okay well how do i like to spend my time what brings me fulfillment in the day and exploring those different ideas and not just taking what people tell me for granted like and do you think all of that like creates more conviction and just like our our personal philosophies because we're you see what I'm saying like yeah because sometimes I wish more people thought like us mm-hmm. but there's times where I feel bad like there's some friends that I've quote unquote helped right find find themselves yeah but they found that in that journey of self discovery they've alienated themselves from friends mm-hmm. from family from even their parents mm-hmm. and they've struggled with like being able to build those relationships with them. Right. Because yeah. they're more about the whole, take the next step, take the next step. Right. Well, and, and yeah, I mean, it, let's say like, let's take this hypothetical person and say they have spent 24 years of their life with that idea and suddenly they're, they found themselves and now they've alienated all these people. That's tough. And they have to realize that they're not, they've grown as a person and changed as a person that that doesn't guarantee that you're going to have those same friends and family in your life anymore. You you just may not be compatible and maybe you need to go find other people who who do agree with who you are now, but you and that's that's scary and that's hard to know that sh- you know shit I might be alone for a while, but that's okay. Like that's part of the life. That's part of the journey, man, is is being okay to be alone and figuring things out and okay struggling while you figure things out. That's what it is. Yeah. And I think it's okay to go back, right? Mm-hmm. Like Say, and again, we're not saying we're these gurus because we're definitely not. Yeah. But say like, you adopt a similar philosophy of mm-hmm. life and you want to, you know, be more non-traditional, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good way of saying it. And you explore that life and you realize that being alone sometimes is not for you, that this whole conviction is not for you. Mm-hmm. And you want to go back to life being, quote unquote, easier. And yeah. you want to write the momentum of, what the expectations are. Mm-hmm. There's no shame in that. There's like, no shame. You go in back that. and you do you. 
Um, cause I, I, as we're talking to like different people, I had a conversation last week with someone who just graduated college mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's your first, first job in, in the real world, if you will. And this is the first time they ever make money, like this type of money, right? They're an yeah. engineer and they're, they're making, you know, I don't know, five, 10 times what they grew up with. Yeah. And so they got the big boy job and they want to go and blow it. But the conviction of like staying grounded and doing all these different things is what gets them and mm-hmm. I was having these conversations. Like if, if you're coming into, into yourself, like as a new professional and you're discovering all these different things, go and make some mistakes, right? Yeah. But try to catch yourself mm-hmm. um, and have, have the conviction to be able to say, Hey, this may not be the route that I want to take. Yeah. Similar to what you were saying earlier, a lot of them don't catch themselves until their late twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. So if you're 22, 23 years old right now, like go and have some fun for six months, but then get back to it and, re- yeah. and come up with a plan. Yeah. There's no shame in having fun either. Right. Like you should be allowed to enjoy your life every, you know, but y- you need to take this time to evaluate and analyze like, does this, is this who I want to be? Is this, how do you do that when you're, when you're just, you know, you're young blood? Um, practice which is like it goes to me thinking about we're told to pick what we want to do with the rest of our lives yeah when we're kids yeah we're 17 18 years old mm-hmm. and we're told pick something and hopefully do it for the rest of your life like that's crazy to me yeah um i think it's australia that gives you like a gap year yeah i don't know yeah. is that after high school or is that after college uh i feel like it's after college but it might be after high school yeah. but i totally love the idea of a gap year for you to just figure out who the hell you are yeah and I wish we had that that ideology. We have too many machinery or too many uh, industrial jobs yeah. to give people that option. Agreed. Yeah. So I guess if you're if you're listening and you're um, getting into going into the career force, yeah, make some mistakes, go yeah. spend some money. <laughs> but what I wanted to ask you is, how do you build a plan? Because uh, we keep saying yeah. like. Hey, everything's context. Everything's mm-hmm. different. Did uh, you create a plan when you started? No, I just knew a direction I wanted to go in. I was just like, when I remember being in college and studying real estate, I was like, okay, who is the best real estate? And depending on who we you talked guys, about that with your professor, yeah. right? Yeah. And I was like, who is the best at real estate? Cause that's just who I am. I'm a competitive person. And for me, I've always viewed developers as the best people in real estate. So I said, okay, I'm going to go be a developer. How do I go be a developer? And you just ask questions and you talk to people and you say, Hey, I want to be a developer. And I, I'm a big fan of telling everyone within 20 feet of you what you want to do, because eventually someone might be willing to extend a hand, a helping hand. And that's what happened for me. Yeah. And that's why I'm a developer at 25 years old in Dallas. <laughs> So tell people what you want to do, tell people what you want to do and be honest about what you want to do. Don't bullshit people. And, and the thing is like, people ask me like, do you want to be like people at, when I go talk to these kids, like how did you know you want to be a civil engineer? Mm-hmm. Well, I like, you know, how cities are built. I like knowing that I'm leaving a legacy for my future family. I know that I like making an impact in the city. And right. like, well, how did you know you want to do that for the rest of your life? And I don't know that. Yeah. And that's the answer, right? You yeah. go and pursue something you want to do for the next foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. And if you have to pivot, it goes back to the same theme. You pivot. Yeah. But there's no failure in saying, oh, I picked the wrong careers. No, you just, you pick what you wanted to do mm-hmm. for the last couple of years. Now you have the next thing you want to do and you go pursue that. Mm-hmm. 
And I think uh, the sunk cost fallacy is What's ap- that? applicable here. It's the idea that whatever time and money you've already spent doing something, it's already gone. Like you're not getting it back. So there's no reason to put money into a sinking ship, so to speak. Like if this, it'd be like if I, uh, if I were making an investment and suddenly that investment starts tanking, but I think putting, but I'm, I'm too afraid to, to, to lose all that money. So I keep pumping more money into it. That money's gone. Yeah. Like get over it. <laughs> Sorry. Bitcoin. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's like, look, it, there's nothing you can do about it. You need to accept and move on. So in the case of like a career, it's like, okay, I've spent time and money and energy into, you know, pursuing this career for however long then, and you decide, wow, this, this is not who I am. This isn't who I'm supposed to be. Then you need to have the guts to say, okay, well, that's gone. I'm on to the next thing. Oh, well. And I think, you know, when I, when I recommend people pivoting, don't do it prematurely. Yeah. Right. Um, one bad day does not mean you need to pivot. Yeah. Well, like when I was in college, I, uh, I don't know if we talked about this already, but when I was in school, my junior year, like my GPA wasn't the best. Uh huh. And, you know, I thought to myself, what if, what if I don't graduate as an engineer? And I, and I said, okay, well, I always wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Like that was always and it's still a dream now uh, to be able to go back and teach. But I ran this hypothetical parallel life that I could build on being a teacher and doing this and teaching chess and being a football coach. Mm-hmm. And like that brought me joy, but I was so discontent from running away from civil engineering. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I was running away from it. Mm-hmm. So to me, like that wasn't time to pivot. Mm-hmm. Like even if I graduated college and I got no job because of my GPA, like it is what it is. But at least I could say that I was an engineer. Yeah. And I feel like that wasn't time for me to pivot. But there's been other things, you know, recently I was pursuing uh, jujitsu and I want to get better at playing golf. Mm-hmm. So I'd said I keep coming back to jujitsu with the hope of having my black belt by the time I'm 40. Mm-hmm. Well, I stopped doing jujitsu <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I wanted to focus on, on, uh, on golf. Right. Yeah. And get better at that. And, but right now, like I don't have the calling of wanting to go back to jiu-jitsu just yet. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to come back. But at that point, I think that was time to pivot and go into a new hobby mm-hmm. because I didn't feel like it was pulling towards me. Yeah. And I think, I think it was Tony Robbins. I think you, you don't like this guy. Uh, I'm, I don't have a, I don't have a strong opinion yeah. on yeah, one so, or the other. Um, I share this because I think I heard it from him that said, you want to find something that pulls you in the right direction versus pushing you. Mm, I like that. There's there's so much more power in being able to be pulled in the right direction Mm. versus saying, here, I'm going to, this is going to push you in in, in this direction because you would rather have your own desires taking you in a a direction of like a career or whatever Mm -hmm. versus having a parent saying, I'm going to push you to be an engineer. Because mm-hmm. I work with people, I've interacted with people who their parents push them to be engineers, mm-hmm. and they're not happy. Mm-hmm. And there's people who got pulled in the direction of their engineers, and they find fulfillment in a career in doing engineering. Right. What do yeah. you thought? Yeah. No, I agree with that. I like that that philosophy. All right, everybody. I think uh, we're getting to that stopping point in yeah. this podcast. We need to wrap up and eat some ramen. I think we're both starving. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, thank you all so much for listening. I don't know how many episodes came of this, but we just sat down and did this in one session. Um, but again, we're all we're grateful for all of you that listen and hope you guys enjoy the rest of your evening. And uh, please continue to have conversations with us either on Instagram or on the Anchor, uh, what is it called, platform. Wherever yeah. the questions come, just 
you know, feel free to keep shooting out, out to us. We're going to try this format for a little while. Mm-hmm. But if you guys have specific questions, you know, we're going to definitely bring them up on the podcast. So, yeah, have a good, a good one. Afternoon, morning, whatever. Yeah, morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you are in the world and whatever time you're listening. Thank you guys so much. Have a Take good care. One.